Hello everyone and welcome to this instalment of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my good friend Burridge. Yes, hello, that is me. I hope you're all having a spectacular day. In this episode we'll be covering EGX. And only EGX. <laughs> In case you don't know, we have been at the EGX or the... Is it, is it actually technically short for Eurogamer Expo? Yes. Eurogamer Expo, that's what it used to be known as. Um, at the XL Arena in, um, wherever, London, that's where it's called. London, yeah. I've got the name of our capital city, I'm good. <laughs> Ooh, my screen, sorry, my, my watch screen feels weird. I think it's covered in weird stuff from video content. It'll be out on the main channel soon. So, there's, uh. There's a dog here too, so distractions. Yes, we are recording this live together in the same place at my house with the dog. So you might hear her moving around in the background or whatever. We're also recording on some new equipment that will be coming up soon in What's Tom Bought This Week. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> loop it all back round. So, uh... yeah. So the first game, we literally got five seconds into EGX. We made it past the first row of res. Yeah. And then some guy's like, hey, do you want to shout this game? He starts like, talking off. And I, could, and I was like, hmm, this sounds kind of interesting. Like, you know... Music and beat em up. Yeah, it's called musical and beat em up. He used Mus- musical beat em up. Yeah. So the moment I turned around and said to Tom what the guy just said, we were like, "Yeah, yeah, this sounds like fun." So off we went. Um, um, it's called orchestrated chaos. Yeah, and it was me, you, Kieran, and Jess that played yeah. it. I think it was definitely interesting. It was um... so basically, it's. Kind of gang beasts esque. Yes, I want to say. Yeah, graphically and otherwise. Yeah, um, but you used musical instruments as weapons. Yeah. So uh, there was four main weapons. There was the keyboard, the trombone, the snare drum, and the electric guitar. And the keyboard was effectively like a machine gun with a very limited amount of ammo that yeah. you fired from a shoulder-mounted position, which was kind of weird to get used to. Yes. Um, the trombone was a rocket launcher style weapon that again fired from the shoulder, which makes sense for a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. Not entirely sure what <laughs> no, the snare drum did. I didn't work it out. And the electric guitar was like the best weapon of the game. Yeah, it was effectively <coughs> a gravity hammer from Halo, just reskinned as a flying V guitar. Yeah. Um, the game was developed by Far Away from Failure, yep. the dev studio, who I can't find any info on at all. Oh. They don't have a website. Oh, no, okay. so this brings back a, a Google DNS error, so... Oh, dear. Who knows? <coughs> but it seemed like quite early build. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit janky, a little bit... Um, unpolished. Unpolished. Definitely. Which yeah. I expect from the indie section of um, EGX anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but then compare it to the second game we played. Well, true. But that is true. a sequel to the second game. Yes. Played, so. But, you know, it's it has a lot of potential. Um, so the thing is you beat your friends up and they drop coloured musical notes and the first to 100 musical notes wins um, it took me a minute to figure out exactly how yeah. everything worked yeah because yeah, I realised there was like this ground pound so I kept like ground pounding the buttons yeah and they, they had some fun little things throughout the thing so like if someone walked into a certain pickup it inverted everyone's trouble, controls trouble clef, yeah. which was um Quite funny. That was pretty good. Or could have been a G clef. I don't know. I don't music. It's been several years since I've looked at sheet music. We'll have to ask um, our friend later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to tell us. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it was good. I will say that. Um, yeah. I did like the fact that the dev team seemed to be making notes on how we played the game. 
and obviously like figuring out how they could improve. They also gave us a survey to do, which we did, so we could give feedback on, which I did, which was pretty cool. Um, I've added it to my Steam wish list. I'll see what it's like when it comes out. Did I add it to my Steam wish list? I think I did. Can't remember now. <coughs> but no, it was a good little game. But yeah, it seemed good. Um, love to see where it goes in the future, but uh, we will have to wait to find out. So, uh, the second game that we had a look at was Formula Retro Racing World <laughs> Tour. This is great. I love this one. What I really liked about this one was they had the little uh, Top Gear leaderboard. Yeah. <coughs> so, uh, that we was, didn't that get was, on it. N- Kieran did. Kieran got on it. Kieran got on it, and then minutes. when me and Tom came back round for a second look through, he'd been gone. He'd been binned off by, like, a whole second. Yeah. So... But uh, yeah, so it's a sequel to Formula Retro Racing, which is a game that's been out on Steam for a while. It's only a few quid, the original. I've never played it. I've seen very... Steam's got very mixed reviews, but I think the dev team stopped supporting it quickly. Right. Because they switched to focusing on this. It's developed by Repixelate. Did you find any info about these guys? They have a full website. (laughs) Hey! Repixelate have a full, full website. Let's just grab it up a minute. I've heard of the company before. I'm not sure why, but I feel like I have. Why? I'm just getting random emails. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. They've got a actually not terrible uh, website. They've got a couple of games coming soon. Clash of the Metal out now is the original Formula Retro Racing. Out now is another game that doesn't load properly on my phone. It loads on my thing. Velocity G. They've got a few games out. Um, our recent title has been ranked in the top 10 indie games of 2022 by Forbes, Gamers Heroes, and more. I've heard of one of those. <laughs> but yeah, no, they seem to be like a, a nice little dev team. The staff that, that were there talking to us seemed friendly enough. The menu doesn't seem to change on their website, at least on my phone. But uh, yeah, so it's like a low-poly racing game set on racetracks around the world. I did see that London was one of the options on there. Um, oh, okay. But we played the EGX time trial variant where you could win yourself a nice, nice little trophy. Yeah. We didn't. Kieran did the best out of all of us and that got him to eighth. Yeah. On the leaderboard. I just tried to break the game because yeah. that's just me. You, you, you took the opportunity to break the car and see what happened. Yeah. And the cars didn't actually handle very, very well for what looks like a low poly game. Um, it seems like good fun and the devs are hoping for multiplayer on the Steam version when that comes out Next in year. March yeah. 2023. Although it does look like they're targeting single-player release for consoles for December this year. Yeah, so. It does make me wonder how much content they'll actually have, or how much they have yeah, well, for it, if it's going to just be aimed at single-player to begin with. Like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think, well, I think it has decent potential as a multiplayer game. Yeah. But as a single-player game, it's going to have like really, really limited replay- replayability. Yeah. Like, I've... Uh, I'm not even finished a playthrough of Formula One, so like the actual Formula One game. Mm. So who knows how that'll go? But uh, anyway, yeah. Um, and I played a little game, Mars Tactics. There is a lot more information about that. It has a full Steam page with a lot of info Ooh. on it already. See, watching you play it was very interesting. Um, I, <clears throat> uh, it needs a way, way better set of instructions. Yes, yeah, I can, I've, yeah. I feel like all those pop-ups that it came up with probably could have told me, but it was a lot of text. I prefer like a tooltip in the game telling me what to do. Yeah. To having to read the full instruction manual, or at least have maybe some voiceover. Yeah. 
But even then, you're basically having an instruction manual read to you, so... Yeah, I prefer, like, shorter, concise instructions as opposed to... Here's Apple's terms and conditions. Find the instructions in there. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. a bit nuts, really. But, um... Yeah, it's a turn-based tactical game where you attempt to control all of Mars. It's developed by Tabiki Games. I found this out from the Steam page. Because there was no dev there. There was no dev to. or... But it was or kind of around late lunchtime, so they could have been off to lunch. Yeah, the, yeah. According to the Steam page, it's procedural generation for Macs. So you won't oh, have okay. two fights the same. We've got ourselves some Mackie's and Lovely. He's got ourselves a house flipper key. <laughs> You got Jess's card as well. Yeah, I don't know why she picked up a card. I've got one anyway. <coughs> Who knows? But yeah, so yeah, yeah it, these are the two we got, wasn't it? Yeah. So Repixelate and Far Away from Failure. Far Away from Failure, I think, is a very ballsy studio move. They're basically yeah. saying this is going to succeed. I mean, they have confidence in their product. Whether they should or not is a different question, but you know, we'll have to see. We will have to see what the future brings. But uh, yeah, so. And the last game that I played, no one else played, but fair enough, the queue was about an hour and a half, was House Flipper 2. We were playing board games. The sequel to the original House Flipper. It was a pre-alpha build, this oh, one. Oh, was it really early then? Yeah, but it was so polished for pre-alpha. Like, there was only a few things I had that didn't work properly. Yeah, because you, you, you gave them feedback on that, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I was I was in the queue watching people play it, and they just like rate it one to seven or whatever their rating scheme was, and then not put any feedback in the text box. I was like, well, this isn't really useful. <laughs> yeah, you know, you bring your early build game to a conference to get feedback, not just have people play it for the free tote bag, which I did which get. Is what Tom initially set out to do. Uh- <laughs> To be fair, I wanted to go and just play the game anyway. Mm. The free tote bag really sealed the deal, though. <laughs> it made it worth the queue. <clears throat> I mean, a 20 minute demo is actually like quite a generous demo as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's new, uh, there's new mechanics for things like collecting garbage. So you now fill up a garbage bag. So you actually have to deal with the rubbish as opposed to just sell it all. Oh, okay. Like you did in the original. Um, the painting and building mechanics have changed to a grid format. So previously, you just have an entire, like, three-foot section of wall and paint that. But right. Now, right. Now it's grid-based, so you have to, like, move the paintbrush across everything as well. Okay. See, I'll find out more, because uh, now you've given me a key to the first game. Yeah. I can... Uh... I think it looks... It's definitely a Steam key. Yeah. It's the right number of characters for one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. Laugh, it was like one of the DLC. Oh my god. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, apparently the devs were quite happy that I'd played the original because they wanted to get feedback from people who had played the original. Um, so they have like a good comparison point to balance it off of. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, that's that's all the games we have to talk about. Should, we'll just talk about a little bit about the event as a whole. Yeah. The whole weekend. So compared to 2019's EGX... It was so much quieter. Yeah. Um... But I really, compared to the 2019 one, I really, really enjoyed the um, the res section. I really enjoyed the indie games we tried out. We ought out to just go at. to res at some point. Yeah, yeah is res, res yeah. still a separate event? 
has been in the past. I, I, I don't, I don't know if look it, it up. still is, but if it still is, then that would be a fun one to do, just like a day trip or something, if it's EGX in Birmingham, maybe. Res. Well, it used to be in the tobacco docks. Oh, yeah, it did, didn't it? In London, I just haven't bothered really. But I don't know if it still is. Well, that's London. Opshans. Got it with. Got it. Four shows. EGX London. Okay, it doesn't actually have many. No. But then again, we are at the end of the season, really. For EGX. I mean, so. it could even be that they've just merged it into. It could be, which is a shame because you know I'd love more. Because um... it used to be they did resed in like March, April, and then the main EGX event in September. Oh, EGX Res has become EGX Birmingham this year. Ah. So they do resed in Birmingham and then the big one in London. Hmm. Because the EGX I went to in 2016 was London, was Birmingham. Yeah. Then they moved it to London, didn't they? Well, they yeah, because it was in London before Birmingham. And I then think it was just what venues they could get. Put it in yeah. Birmingham for one year, and then it was London again. But Insomnia was in Birmingham. Yeah, well, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah. But uh, in terms of this EGX, yeah, there was a lot less there. There was a lot. I would say there's a lot more stalls to buy stuff. Although not the really nice we're, dice one we had last time. No, we weren't really far off Gamescom this year, though, were we? No, Gamescom was a few weeks ago. Yeah, so that might be why it was quieter in terms of bigger stalls for like, yeah, of, like, Corsair and whatever. Maybe, but there's a lot of anime. Oh my stuff in god, the section. amount of like teenagers walking around with plastic katanas they bought mm. not a single sort of protection from shoe are very disappointed <laughs> um and then we sort of played board games for a while this was when you were in the queue as well yeah. so we tried out a couple of board i can't remember their names sadly now but uh cult super express that's right i got the name of that one because that'll be a bonus episode going up on the forums oh it's yes audio of three rounds of cult super express I, the other one you were playing, I can't remember. What yeah, but I won my one round of that immediately. Yeah, Burridge won in the first time. I literally walked in, first round, like, first time playing it, walked in there and just went, right, cool. Uh, oh, I win. <laughs> <laughs> he wind. He I did wind. He hacked. He knew what he was doing. I yeah, actually, you can get, we can get a copy of that for like a tenner. Yeah, it's online. cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. Thing is, I was going to get a copy there just for the sake of having it. Yeah. But my problem was... Well, uh, my problem was, um, it's only me and Jess in Cornwall, <coughs> yeah. so we have no one else to, we don't have the third person to play it with. Third person, like, shut up, Siri. Siri, once again. We're invading the podcast. Invading the podcast. But yeah, no, um, I always loved the game section. Yeah. I did spend several money <laughs> on merch. I bought uh, I bought an Abigail plush and an Abigail pin because Abigail best wife. They don't do Emily ones yet. So. Haley stands can get in the bin. <laughs> to be fair, I, I was glad that I bought it there because Sanshi the stall was actually the company that makes them. Right. So they've imported all that from America because there were Americans on the stall as well. Oh wow! So they even imported the shopkeepers. Yeah, it saved so 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 much money. Oh, because um, yeah, importing it from yeah yeah like. So if I go on the Sanshi website now, and it's like $35. Which is now basically 35 quid. Yeah, effectively. And you paid that at EGX anyway, didn't you? Yeah, that's before shipping. Yeah. So if I add this to cart now, and go to checkout. In before he buys the second one, ladies and gentlemen. I don't need to buy a second one, I've already got one. 
shipping address. So if I just make up uh, John Doe, <laughs> I always go John Doe because that's the name for an unrecognised dead person. And I just go uh, number one. We are doing live testing, ladies yep. and gentlemen. I'm literally just putting in a address. That's not that, but whatever. Continue to shipping. We'll find out. Oh, I need to enter a valid email. Uh, John. Dot. Dot. At Bluetail. At com. <laughs> now, we don't, we don't ever want to link it to an actual company. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one. That's 11 digits. It's my favourite one to enter. <coughs> oh, no, I should have put it towards the scammer that messaged me on WhatsApp last night. God damn it. Oh, you got a scammer on WhatsApp last night? Yeah, the, well, the country code was... Uh, yeah, $20 is the cheapest shipping rate, which takes at least a week. Yeah, and that's 20 quid at this point. Thanks, government. That's, and then you have to put import fees on top of that. Yeah. So it made sense to buy it there and then, as opposed to waiting. Yeah. Uh, if you want it faster than that, the cheapest shipping is $63.70. Oh. Yeah, importing plushes and stuff is insane in price. But, Which yeah. is stupid because they're light and soft. soft but Yeah, yeah no, I did see you buy it. It was very cute. Uh, Jess bought me the this gold note, like dollar note, yeah. that they'd customised, a $100 note, but they'd customised it and whatnot. So it's Palpatine on the front and like Star Wars related. <laughs> so I've got a Palpatine one hundred dollar note now. I've got a um, like a hundred Federation credits note somewhere. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's <coughs> gold plated. But oh, let's see, they don't do an Ember one, do they? No, they don't. Collection. I did look. Video game. Stardew Valley. My new favorite game. Give or take Minecraft. <laughs> The chicken blushes. The chicken, yeah. The harvest pig. <clears throat> I love Stardew, so good. They do Shane and Sebastian. Yes. So, no Emily plushie yet. No Emily plushie for you. Therefore, no background thing for you when the plan trademark trademarks. When the plan trademark trademarks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, EGX, pretty good event. Mm. Can confirm. Yeah. We're only at 19 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shows how little was there, though. Yeah, well. no, it was like, so. Having... It was, I think it, I feel like it's still in the pandemic rebound as well. Yeah. <clears throat> it like it took up twice the space of last year's, though. Because apparently last year's last was, year's was tiny from what we, I We ought to have brought Dylan on for that because he went last year. Yeah, he could have given us a. Uh, given us a comparison. Yeah. I mean, it was a good event. Yeah, no, I, I did enjoy it. I think I enjoyed it more because of the company I kept. Yeah, because it was a group of like nine of us. Still definitely go back, but maybe in a few years. It's not like something I do every year. No. No. Because they had like, yeah, because the Stardew board game and that was there and I was tempted. But uh, again, pricing. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's not a cheap event, especially when you need to consider that you still have to eat for the next two days in London. Oh, yeah, boy. Have I got a story for you on that one? Oh, yeah? For the Sunday evening. Oh, yeah. God, I'm traumatised. Did you accidentally go to the Ritz? No, we went to ZZ's. Oh, oh, yeah. And uh, that was like that spent as much as me and Jess combined. Yikes! And the final bill was 154 pounds for three of you. For three. Okay, so I took Mum there for her birthday years ago. We went to see Hamilton, <coughs> and that was like 80 or 90 pounds. 
for three of us. But that had like two or three starters. I don't know. He's literally come over here and like had multiple meals per meal. I don't know what his problem is. Love you, Vat, but Jesus, what's your problem, man? He wanted to try the food. Yeah, I know, but still. I've, I've, been, I've already been looking at our next uh, group adventure, but we're not going to London for that. No. Somewhere a little cheaper. Wales. Wales. There's some really nice cottages or houses okay. on Airbnb in Wales. I'll show you after the podcast. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's a good thing to talk back in a way, anyway, because, like, the group, the group, we did a big group thing for London, and then we sort of realised, okay, next time we get a cottage... Yeah. Or a house that we can all share with no one else. And now yes. we can cook in. Really? Some people might stay home. It'll some be, people might go out. It'll be a lot easier if I do end up getting my old grand as well. Because we can put eight people in it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, we have other plans to do other things as well. We'll do a lot so. more filming that time. We didn't do much this time. <clears throat> no. Uh, but then again, I guess the rush of London sort of does. Yeah, uh, yeah if we're out in the middle of nowhere, we can actually plan filming a bit more. I do think if we do do that, pizza night. I make a pizza dough, and everyone comes and assembles their own pizza. Oh my god, yes. That's and a, we could film it. That is a great idea. Yeah. And then just pixelate. Because I can make a huge pizza dough. But those are things coming in the in the next year or so. Yes. Least. Oh yes. I first need money. <laughs> <laughs> money is a need. Money, please. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Please, sir. Please, sir. I want some sponsors. Please, please sponsor us on our forums. Let's anyway. Let's let's have a look at some actual non-eject stuff. Let's have a look at what's podcast is supposed to be out. Tech. Oh, oh, he's going. Nvidia, he's Nvidia, and EVGA. Oh, oh that, yeah, that big fallout. You leave oh, that. I'm, boy, that I was, was going to talk about the forty series, <laughs> but I forgot about. Oh, that. Yeah. and of course they're overpriced graphics cards. Oh boy, Nvidia, are you not just? In fact, there's been so many announcements this past week while we've not been here. Yeah, it's been kind because the Nvidia EVGA stuff dropped like two days before we went. Yes, to London. So, so the gist of that one is, from what I've gotten, is that EVGA have pulled out of their partnership with Nvidia. They will not be making forty series graphics cards at all, or any future ones. Yeah. But the significance of this is, is that EVGA is nearly as old as Nvidia. Yeah. And was pretty much their first board partner. So the fact that they have pulled out, citing NVIDIA's poor treatment... Yeah, of, of board partners, yeah. Because um, they hosted a press event about it, didn't they? Because they had Jay's Two Cents and, and Gamers, Gamers Nexus I think they there. had like a private meeting with them about it, yeah. giving those two basically exclusivity on, the, on yeah. the first line, effectively. But it seems it's quite interesting, especially... For a company that gets 80% of its revenue from graphics cards. <laughs> they're going to stop producing but video by all accounts, uh, this is what Jay, I think, has said. Uh, by all accounts, they have said that, like, they're fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Because they, they, they own all their buildings as well. Uh, so they don't have that overhead cost. They're going to be paying all the staff. Yes. That's, like, their biggest overhead. But by the sounds of it, they make enough money off the motherboards and other things to... That's alright. I Get do wonder. By. They've said that they're not going to enter any new product spaces, but I do wonder whether they're going to start expanding in other areas. Yeah, in their existing product lineups because they make 
Makes you wonder if they'll work power with... Power supplies? Yes. They make power supplies, they make motherboards, they make... Let's have a look. EVJ. Other yeah. things. Let's go shopping on the EVJ website now. Um, Ooh, graphics card design, that's not... It real. does make me wonder, though, whether they'll maybe... They're making mice, what? I didn't know they did that. Power supplies, motherboards, audio cards. Oh. That's not Oh, and yeah, like anymore. peripherals and... <clears throat> so yeah, they yeah. they've got enough things they can get by with. Yeah, <clears throat> it's just going to be turning all the staff they have for product design for yeah. graphics cards well, into other departments. Maybe, or maybe they they haven't said that they are. But who's to say they don't get in with AMD on the next set of AMD cards? They did say that they're not planning at the moment, but I imagine no. they will be approached but by I'm... AMD or Intel. If Arc well, continues. true. Yeah, because there was some talk about Arc not being continued. So. Yeah, I hope they do. I think the graphics card space does need a third. It's it's like CPUs. There's a duopoly. We need another player in CPUs as well. Well, there used to be three players, didn't there? There was uh, ATI. Yes. My Wii still well, says ATI graphics on the side of it, but it got eaten by AMD. <laughs> well, that's the thing. ATI basically just got eaten by EMD and just yeah. became AMD anyway, so... ATI is gone. And the ATI was gone. But, uh, yeah, so this is quite interesting, especially seems as we are on the precipice of 40 series graphics cards being available to the general public. It's, uh, it's a very interesting... Very interesting time. Of the dog barking. Oh, shit. <laughs> Saying. Precipice. Precipice. Of well, something. the precipice of the forty thousand series being released. So, you know, it's very interesting that now of all times is the time to say, yeah, we're not doing this, because well, that means they've got engineering samples out there. Yeah. Which they have. They have already stated that you know they're not going to be. They're not going to be um, making. But you know, it's interesting, especially. Well, I do wonder if it might be something EVJ might be angry uh, for the same reason everyone else is about the new pricing schemes for the 40,000 series. What's wrong with the pricing schemes, Burridge? They're awful. They are so bad. <laughs> Literally, hold on, I'm looking. Uh, just Google NVIDIA 40,000 series. Top stories. Why is everyone angry with NVIDIA? Uh, promising specs, but major pricing problems. Overpriced with little value. Are too damn expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because interestingly enough, we were talking to Third Voice, as he is known on our streams, but that about this. Our, our the resident electrical engineer. The 4070 isn't a thing at the moment. No. But the 4080 comes in two flavours. Yeah. It comes in a... That used to be the 30s. That was like the 60 thing, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, it comes in a 16 and a 12 variant. Yeah. And the 12 is very clearly the, the 4070. The 4070. Because it is a different skew, I believe. Yes. Or like a different die or whatever it is. Well, it'll be the same die with locked cores, the same way that a yeah. four, like a 3070 or a 2070 is now. My, my graphics card, the 2070 Super, is a 2080 Super with a few cores locked off because of silicon imperfections. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's uh, there's so many people so annoyed about that. Do you reckon they're going to use the excuse of because I'm I'm sure they haven't come out and said anything about the pricing? Why would they? Um, 
Because people will still buy them. All those people that are angry at NVIDIA for the pricing will still buy the damn cards. We know for a fact that... Uh, has there been a WAN show since the announcement yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I, I don't know if I can say it for certain, but I'm, I know Linus will complain about the pricing scheme. Um, right, so. Um, then he's going to have a warehouse full of them. Yep. Anyway... But then that's the nature of journalism. You can bash on a company, but if you need to review the product, you need to review the product. Yeah. But the the, the thing for me is, it's like, I've lost my trailer fort, actually. Lost. <coughs> I lost my trailer fort. Expensive card, though. Expensive card. Do you reckon, that's it, do you reckon NVIDIA's <clears throat> excuse is probably just, well, I mean, look at the pricing of our previous cards. They went up to like that amount, which means our cards must be worth that amount. Probably. It definitely feels like they're taking advantage of um, the scarcity that was in the market up until very recently. Up yeah. until Ethereum stopped being proof of uh, work yeah. for mining. So it'll definitely be uh, it'll be interesting to see how well they sell. Will it be more like the Xbox One launch than, uh, oh boy. than anything else? Well, if you want to play online, you can always just play... If you want to play offline, you can always just play the Xbox 360. <laughs> oh boy, did that guy get fired immediately after. <laughs> Thank you, Phil Spencer. Um, yeah, Phil Spencer saving Microsoft. Well, at least their gaming division. Yeah, not the rest of them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... Uh, <clears throat> it's definitely caused a lot of discussion. I have seen it theorised that it's done to keep the shareholders happy because, you know, they're used to seeing the uh, absolute money that was flowing through NVIDIA at the height of the pandemic. Yeah. And then post-pandemic, it's all... It's calmed down. It's Yeah, it's... Especially now that mining's tapering off because of Ethereum switching. Yeah. Bloody Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. Old man shouts at Cloud. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> blah, 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 blah. On the topic of things that have been newly released or about to be released, Ryzen Seven Thousand series. Oh yeah. So we talked a little bit about about this previously, didn't we? How it's like a land grid array. I think that last episode it was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. AMD is in trouble. Linus Tech Tips go away. Throwing away. Oh, okay, yeah, people are talking about how... Uh, I think it's DDR5 compatible. AMD Ryzen desktop processors. Technologies. Specifications, that's what it was. Go away, menu. You're annoying. <laughs> so you could go all the way up to 16 cores, 32 threads. That was previous... That was based end Threadripper territory. Yes. Seven it, years yes, ago. Yes, it was, yes. Still kind of want to get my hands on an OG Threadripper, just because it seems so cool to just have a display piece even. 170 watts! Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> That's a spicy CPU. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. That's nuts. That's for the 7950X. So they've, so they've got a 7900. There's no, no, no 7800X. No, they seem to be skipping that one for some reason. That's a, that's a shame. I've got a 3800X. I feel like it's a perfect middle ground chip between the extreme and like yeah, and like you're you're basically like i7 equivalent. Yeah. I do like it. The multi-threading, the, the number of calls and things is great for like transcoding music into different formats and stuff. Yeah. 
Don't need to worry about transcoding video. That my GP will handle that. No, no problem. <laughs> Let's have a look at this one. Bam. See, I am on the <clears throat> precipice of like you're, you're considering. Well, yes, but I think possibly I could be going all red. Going all red. Oh, what over to AMD graphics cards as well. Well, the thing is, the way I've got my current setup. My Mac handles all the video encoding anyway, True. so I don't need to use, and uh, I don't need to use AMD's horrible in, encoder because it is. Yeah, it AMD's is. Encoder. AMD's encoder is holds, not up to scratch. It doesn't hold like anything against NVENC. NVENC, especially new NVENC, yeah, is so good. So you know, I've got my Apple machine as a basically it's a dual PC streaming recording setup. <laughs> my, my mac handles all the encoding anyway so i could just get a nice amd graphics card that's beefy that handles the games themselves and i don't need it to do anything else yeah so i just got a little this is actually kind of weird there's actually a gpu on board yep the 7950x which is weird because to my knowledge my cpu doesn't have on board graphics at all i don't think it does no, they generally didn't on the high end. AMD, well, they just didn't until the five, uh, until the Gs. What was it, the 5600G? Oh, that's right, yeah. Because the 5600G is actually capable of 1080p gaming on its own without dedicated yeah. graphics. Oh, yeah, it's really good. To be fair, that would probably be like a good shout for like a media PC. Yeah. Whereas the yeah the X didn't have graphics and the G did have graphics. That's right. £147, that's not bad. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting that they do have it now, which is good though because that means you can like mess about with drivers more. Duke, do, do, do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm locked for overclocking. Yes, of course. Uh, it doesn't say anything about whether it's DDR5 only, but I get the feeling it's probably going to be DDR5 only. More than like, I think it is. I think we established. It was from that article last time. We... Yeah. USB Type-C support, yes. But it's just a weird format USB anyway. Yeah. Unless they mean Thunderbolt. But it won't be called Thunderbolt because Thunderbolt's Intel technology, I think. I think they've opened it up to people, though. I think Thunderbolt is, like, opened... Thunderbolt. That's not how you spell Thunderbolt. That's a comic book series. Thunderbolt connection standard. Who is it regulated by? Probably by the USB people, isn't it? Thunderbolt 3 cable charges devices up. Like, no, I don't want charging, you ding dong. <laughs> Thunderbolt interface, here we go. It's kind of annoying because it's the same format as USB, but it's a completely different standard. Yeah. Despite the fact it uses the same pinout. Yeah. It has been developed by Intel in collaboration with Apple. Yeah, that's ah, that's an interesting. It's it's basically an a Intel rebranding and redevelopment of Thunderbolt. Uh, of no, what was it? Fire FireWire. Yeah, that's it. Because you had like FireWire four hundred, FireWire eight hundred. Yeah, that's right. Which was like your big, dense music transfer, faster than USB. But there was more power as well. FireWire is a great way to revive old iPods because it kicks the battery out of storage mode. It brings oh, the voltage back up. Okay. iPod batteries tend to do that. They tend to go into storage mode. But yeah, so um, 
I think Thunderbolt is an open source standard now. And mini display ports. Yeah, because I know Thunderbolt is on like the M1 Max as well, so it yeah. would have to be open source. Well, it's, some... it is developed by Apple. So. Yeah. There is no no in superseded. Yeah, superseded by IEEE three nine uh, thirteen ninety four, which is file. <laughs> yeah. Maximum length of three meters or sixty meters with optical. Ah. Got to love the power of light, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, light speed. Did you see that nuts thing that Linus Tech Tips did where they ran a cable between the two buildings with that chunky ass? Yes, yes I did. Yeah. That's so cool. That was insane. <clears throat> Max voltage, 18 volts, bus power, but you're not going to get that through optical because you don't transmit power like that. There's 20 pins in there. That's not what I wanted to know. If you couldn't tell, me and Tom being in person really does turn into rambling on. Yeah, it really does. I'm now scrolling through the thing of Thunderbolt. He's now Wikipediaing Thunderbolt. There's the old connector. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Apple stuff. Oh, there's a mini display port, though, basically. Yeah. Wasn't it the same, like... The same connector. Yeah. yeah. Just different. Um... Ooh. But yeah, so uh, well, why not even start looking up Thunderbolt? I don't remember. Oh, USB C compatibility That's right. here was one of the things. So of course, of course, you've got your X series chipsets, which are the more expensive, and you've got your B series chipsets, which are more basic. B for basic, X for extra money. Yep. Basically, <laughs> X support overclocking. B kind of can. It requires like a custom BIOS though. Um, it's apparently a five nanometer TSMC chip. Yeah, well, it's it's five and six, I think. Six for the six for the input and output die. Yeah, and the other one for actual the five nanometers for actual cores. Yeah. Damn, we're getting small boys. Oh yeah, that's not a good thing. Getting small boys. Um, <laughs> Former codename Raphael AM5. Raphael? Yeah. Wasn't he one of the turtles? Yeah. Knew it. I know my ninja turtles. Be interested to see how long they support that socket AM5. They've supported the AM4 for four generations. Yeah. Now, which is quite impressive. Mind you, like, because in, even Intel, they used to change their belts so regularly, didn't they? Well, that's why it was surprising when I could, I can technically upgrade to the i9 9900K without changing my motherboard. Yeah, and it was a chip change that caused it, not a socket change, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Apparently I can't find them in stock anywhere. Well, isn't that a pain? When did the Ryzen 7 come out? So they came out a couple of days ago, didn't they? I don't know if that was the release or the announcement. Release date... 27th of September. Wait, hold on. That's today. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Go away, Siri. <laughs> hold on. I'm just going to quickly look on eBuyer or something. You're going to look on eBuyer for... See if I can buy a Ryzen. Not that I want a new Ryzen. My Ryzen's perfectly capable. I was going to say, you've only just upgraded not long ago. Two years ago now. No. Yeah, when I first went to uni. Oh my god! I... That's that's how <laughs> long it's been. Ah, 
I think oh no, yeah, my computer's modern enough. Two years ago, I last upgraded to the thirty to three thousand series and my twenty seventy super because I bought the twenty seventy super for my first student loan. Oh my god! Yeah, because I asked for the money for the CPU for my birthday. That's right. Like yeah, twenty first. Yeah. That's why Katie got a lot of her money, well, a lot of money on her birthday because she turned twenty one a few weeks ago. AMD processors, sell me, sell me, sell me. Now they only have up to the fifty thousand series on here. Fifty seven hundred X for two hundred and fifty quid. Can I go up to? See, look, it's like barely worth it. <coughs> Wait, Ryzen 5 4500. I didn't even know they released a 4000 series. I thought that was laptops. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. I can buy a 5900X for £600. Doesn't seem worth it. 5700G, that's one of the good ones that's good for like a basic PC for people to game on. But uh, yeah, not, not yet available to buy it seems. Probably going to release like uh, American time tomorrow. Oh my goodness, you can get Minecraft. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right. Frames win games. Exclusive deals on RTX 30 series, 20 series, and more. Oh. You can get a 3080 tie for £800. That's actually not bad. That's compared that's to the pricing, not bad. that's actually not that bad. <laughs> Wait, a 3060 tie for 400 quid, basically, yeah. That's not bad at all. Oh my god. They look chonky. Holy smokes. I don't need a new graphics card. Stop looking, Tom. I, I <laughs> you, you don't need a new graphics card. It's okay. Yours is just bad. No, it's not. He's just, just old. old. You'll be sent off to the graphics card retirement home soon. Or Jess's PC. Or Jess's PC. <laughs> I'm going to do with the 1060 that she's... She's got a 1060 or she's got a 1050 Ti. The 1050 old graphics card. The 1050 tie will probably end up. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it for when we build a home server or something. <laughs> a rendering room. Yeah. Mm, probably not with 1050 ti, but it doesn't need to be fast if we're not using it though. If we literally just put stuff on it, render and forget. True. It'll it'll be fine. It'll we'll, be we'll, fine. We'll, we'll we'll find a use we'll for it. Figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. So that's uh. A- oh god, we talked about AMD, Nvidia, Intel, the whole lot. All in a it. random ran, a random rant, a random rant. Yeah, we got really off topic there. Yeah, for the EGX special, but we, we don't spoke. really have topics. We spoke about the EGX bits, and then it was like, ah, this is short. This is way less than we thought. Giving <laughs> you more bang for your buck. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that is us all done for this episode of Burning Tom Rambling on. If you like what you're and you want to hear more, you can subscribe to Burger and Tom over on YouTube or follow our podcast on your favourite podcast source. There will also be videos out on the YouTube channel soon. Not the podcast channel, but the other channel. Um, if you really like what you heard, then you can support us over on our forums. If you want to get involved with the community, you can join our Discord or tweet at us on Twitter. The links to all these are more available over at BurrageandTom.com. As always, I've been Tom. And I have been Burridge. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time with more nonsense. Just as incoherent, though. Yes. Okay. Um, but with more script. <laughs> more scripts and less ill Tom. Yes. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye.